This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Things have changed so much. I know your first training camp was Mark Tressman, the coach. So I think that both of us have uh, kind of unique memories because both of those are unique guys for different reasons. Yeah. But your first camp was maybe a little less uh, stable than uh, – that was 2013, wasn't it? Well, so 2014 was my first camp because I started yeah. in 2013, but we didn't get here till after camp was over, Rich and I. Um, and and 2014 was filled with uh, uh, things that happened. Martellus Bennett got suspended for a couple of days after a fight with with Kyle Fuller. That camp, I'm sure you remember that. Yeah, uh, it was the start of that. Was when uh, at the time where Brandon Marshall was having the campaign, Jay Cutler for MVP, and by the end of the <laughs> season, he was telling everyone that the Bears should have buyer's remorse for giving them the the eight year extension. <laughs> And so it was uh, quite a landmark season in that way. Uh, We digress. But no, you know, particularly for a reporter, you know, those days, the first week of camp on the road used to be a lot of fun. And then the third into the fourth week of camp, you'd be like, when are we ever getting out of Bourbon A? You know, and so so it's a different experience now. Again, neither good nor bad, just very, very different in in the way it it, uh, it unfolds. And also the CBA is different now, David. You go through the the schedule and they're just more mandated off days and it's a longer time and a longer wait. And we can get into this later in the show before they actually get into pads. That used to be like the third day of practice. Now we're going to have to wait a week until we see a padded practice. and, and, And it is what it is. It's just a new era. August 2nd is the first padded practice. And I think you're right about the packaging, the presentation of the Bears at training camp, which is really just their facility. Back in the day, I think that's why also you would see more stories that you didn't expect to necessarily see. Today, it is very packaged. It is very much homogenous in terms of what is getting out and why. And and I think there are a lot of reasons for that. But let's get to what we heard today at the podium because Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus met the Bears media uh, on Tuesday morning to basically set the tone for the 2023 season. I wondered before before they spoke, what would be the goal this season? What would be, how ambitious would they sound? Because let's face it, they were coming off a historically bad year, never lost 14 games before. Can you, with a straight face, sit there at the podium the next season and say, we want to make the playoffs? It's the NFL. So I think I want to hear that from my head coach and general manager. How did they come across? One of the most notable things I heard early on Tuesday morning was Ryan Poles vocalizing the need and and the undisputed need to raise expectations. And him saying directly that, that great teams raise their expectations and then they go chase those. And I thought that was was a great set of marching orders from uh, the man constructing the rosters in in talking about what he's been talking about for months here, which is uh, creating a championship mindset. We've talked about that on the show before, which for me uh, is is Ryan's way of saying learning to win, 
right? And so he, he elaborated on that today. And having that discussion about raising the expectations, I think, is paramount when you come off a 14-loss season, when you lost your last 10 games a year ago, when the players that this means a lot to that are still here vocalize, like Eddie Jackson did today, that he, he's tired of the bare standards of the past, that he wants to win again, that he wants to turn this thing around as soon as possible. You feel that hunger, and it's a necessary hunger that's needed if you're going to go chase those grand dreams. Now, look, there are steps between here and the grand dreams, but if you're not at least chasing them, uh, you're never going to get there. How many questions did Ryan Poles answer before we heard from Matt Eberflus? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that to me was almost a very symbolic of where the Bears are in their growth. I think that we all want to, uh, you know, I'm speaking for myself. I mean, you all want to believe in the football is to football coaches. You all want to believe that the staff can make an impact and make a difference. That's what you want. But I think that it's still a, a GM's team. And this is, this is a, a, a team and an organization still in the growth stage. Well, the first question that, that Matt Eberflus answered today was, a question that Ryan Poles asked him when he recognized that his head coach sitting right to his right was not taking any questions. I will let you in on a little behind the, the curtain secret here. That's a little bit of media strategy here because we're going to hear from Matt Eberflus 35 times before the regular season starts. After a lot of practices, after every game, you only get one crack at the general manager. So every time the general manager is up on that podium, it's almost a mandate in the room that you get through every single possible question that you have for the general manager before you even set eyes on the head coach because Matt's going to talk to us tomorrow He's going to talk to us three times before, you know, this time next week. And so you've got to get those boxes checked with the general manager so you know where he's coming from. Um, but but look, like the two of them, I think, are in lockstep in understanding that 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 last year is a thing of the past and that this year has to be all about making important progress. You know, it can't just be progress. It's got to be important progress in a lot of different ways, whether that's player development or um, raising the standards or, or just defining the way you go about doing things on a daily basis. There's got to be progress here because otherwise you're just going to be the same old bears with the same old results, with the same old frustration brewing across the city. Dan, I think a lot of us on the outside look at the schedule as an opportunity. And when we talk about what the bears are capable of doing in 2023, most of us point to the schedule because it is a last place schedule. I wonder how did that affect or how did that work into their rhetoric if it did at all do they look at the schedule as an opportunity or do they still have the cliche approach you play who you play no i think they they, they play who they play and and you know when, when i pressed ryan on on a little bit more of a definition to what he means when he says creating a championship mindset he said he started out by saying look it starts with each guy understanding what they're good at and what they're not good at individually. And then you take that out to the team. And then the thing that, that really resonated with me was him saying, you want to walk into the stadium believing you're going to win the game, not hoping you're going to win the game. And I think the 2022 Bears, it was kind of like, oh, maybe we can hang around and celebrate a close loss. And, you know, maybe, maybe, just maybe we hope we can do something late to win a game. And ultimately, Ryan's been a part of that Chiefs organization. He's He's been in a Super Bowl parade in Kansas City. He knows what that feeling is when you walk into a building on a Sunday and you just know you're the best team. You know, you're going to take that football field. You believe you can win, and more Sundays than not, you do. And so that's what they're trying to um, progress to, what they're trying to get to. And I think that's significant here because every single team the Bears play, David, is going to look at them as an opportunity to win a football game. They're a 14-loss last-place team that had the number one pick in the draft. They are being looked at as a team that other teams can get healthy against, right, and, and win against. The Bears have to flip that script as soon as they possibly can.